From the studios of Advancing Vibrant Communities in Modesto, California, this is Lighthouse Live Radio on the Lighthouse Live International Podcasting Network. Welcome to Lighthouse Live, the radio voice of advancing vibrant communities. Our mission is to motivate believers to move out from the four walls of the church to personally serve the needs of their neighborhoods. Get ready for a no-holds-barred, honest look at the Christian lifestyle the way Christ commanded it to be. All that and more coming right up here on Lighthouse Live. And good morning to you, wherever you may be. Well, that's a different one, huh? Is, I mean, huh? Good morning to you, wherever you may be around the world. Welcome to Lighthouse Live on the Lighthouse Live International Podcasting Network. Pastor Mike Douglas with you, along with our producer and co-host, Elaine Harlan. Great to have you with us. And uh, in just a few moments, we'll be introducing you to our special guest today, John Brooks from VIPS, V-I-P-S, just a wonderful resource for visually impaired persons uh, here in the uh, Modesto area. And also that venerable, vetted voice of verisimilitude, <laughs> Marty Lancer. Oh, oh boy. Yeah. That's and, a good intro. I've never had that one before. Never had that one. No. Well, there you go. You see, it's very dangerous to have me do a morning show, uh, Marty. Uh, I'm naturally nocturnal. They usually don't let me out until noon. And so it's, well, I'll, I'll tell you, Mike, when I compare you to guys that I grew up listening to, like Lan Roberts in Seattle, mm. who, who did his whole morning show sucking on a helium balloon, I think you're okay, Mike. <laughs> and that the alliteration was wonderful. It went right along with VIPs. Oh, yeah, yeah, they're abs- good, absolutely. Yes. So uh, having totally destroyed that intro now, <laughs> let's check in with our friends from Voice of the Martyrs. What's up? This is Michael Tate with a lesson from the Voice of the Martyrs. Luke, the physician who wrote a gospel in the book of Acts, is often lauded for his accuracy recording life on the road with Paul. He could be called the first Christian historian. He wasn't an apostle, but Luke continued the missionary life for almost 30 years after Paul's execution. It was in Greece where he preached the gospel and opposed the worship of Greek gods that Luke himself was martyred. Idolatrous priests, upset with his teaching, incited a mob against him and took him to be hanged in an olive grove near the port city of Patras. Luke never met Jesus, but he gave his life for him. For more lives that inspire, go online to persecution.com. And back with you live here on Lighthouse Live. Again, Pastor Mike Douglas with you. Just a reminder, friends, if you're looking for opportunities to serve, and Elaine will rehearse a couple of those with you in just a second, you're invited to join us on our uh, daily update page at www.vibrantcommunities.org. That's vibrantcommunities.org. Click on the little red flashy thing. That's a little gizmo. A little gizmo there, and it'll take you right to the daily update page. And also, if you are Facebookers, we're on Facebook as well. It's <laughs> facebook.com backslash Advancing Vibrant uh, Communities. All right, let's take a quick look at the Volunteer Center of the United Way. American Cancer Society's Relay for Life 
It's a life-changing event that brings together more than 3.5 million people. Mm. That's a lot, isn't it? To celebrate the lives of those who have battled cancer, remember loved ones lost to the disease, and to fight back against a disease that takes too much. Um, the celebration will be on April 16th and 17th in Oakdale, Turlock, and Livingston, April 30th through May 1st in Riverbank and Manteca, and May 14th and 15th in Ceres, Modesto, Merced, and Tracy, and May 21st and 22nd in Los Banos, Mariposa, and Tuolumne, and June 4th and 5th in Escalon, Waterford, and Lodi, June 11th and 12th in Stockton and Chowchilla, and September 17th and 18th in Atwater. Now, a special Colleges Against Cancer event will be held at CSU Stanislaus on April 9th and 10th. Volunteers are needed, and we'll give you a, a number to call in just a moment to get you involved with that. Series Partnership for Healthy Children, where you can share your skills, talents, and energy in a variety of positions, helping families. Volunteers facilitate classes and workshops using approved curriculum. Classes include parenting, special needs parenting, financial literacy, English as a second language, and they're available Monday through Saturday and scheduled by the volunteers' availability. A series partnership for healthy children has a vision of improved health and quality of life for children and families, and Reading Works Adult Literacy Program. This is so cool. You can teach an adult to read and change the future. Volunteers ages 16 years and older spend just a couple of hours a week increasing and utilizing an easy-to-follow phonics-based curriculum. A volunteer orientation is going to be held Wednesday, April 6th from 6.30 to 7.30 p.m. at the Modesto Library Downstairs Auditorium, followed by a tutor training on Saturday, April 9th, from 10 to 4 at the Reading Works Liter uh, Learning Center. And uh, we are constantly running into people, even seniors, who cannot read. And we just truly uh, recommend Reading Works. It's a great way to help someone, and you meet people, and you just never know what doors might be opened up through this. And uh, Barbara Borba is the lady in the know for uh, more details on these opportunities, and you can reach her at 209-524-1307, extension 113, again, 524-1307, extension 113, or email bborba at uwaystan.org. You know, we need just a few more volunteers to participate in a local disaster drill. It's going to take place on May 18, and ABC is recruiting men and women to role play as patients and volunteers in a countywide preparedness exercise with partner agencies. We have uh, Emergency Management Agency, OES, Office of Emergency Services, United Way, and others from about 8 a.m. to 1.30, and uh, we'll even feed you a good lunch, we promise that. And it's on a Wednesday, so if that works with your schedule and you'd like to be involved, this is a, going to be a great opportunity. Might get to ride in an ambulance even, right? Yeah, that would be fun, huh? Have you ever done that? Yep. Yeah, I have, yes. Our John has, and I don't know if Marty has. I have, you yeah. Have. I have yeah. also. Yeah, so, not... Uh, uh, Terry not, hasn't, no. <laughs> not one of the greatest moments of no, my life. No, mine, uh, no, mine either. But uh, Liz yeah. here, our, our intern from uh, Phoenix University, she's going to take part in this. And, and we uh, just welcome you to, uh, to join us as well. 
did you want to add what your experience was about? Not that? really. Not really. Okay, we'll move on. You'll uh, you'll be sworn in as a statement. It's a secret. It's a secret. Right. And you're not going to share. I and it wouldn't be if he shared it either. That's no, it would no longer be a would, secret. We would tell, wouldn't we, Marty? Yeah, yeah we tell, would. We would tell the whole world. <laughs> you'll be sworn in as a state disaster Fine. volunteer for the day. At, did you? Are you sure you do? I'm not to? going there. Was no. it? Uh, <laughs> okay. All right. It was more than just a little owie. I take it. It was a. It was a big bump to the big head. Big bump to the head. And, and you see the results, obviously. <laughs> yeah. But uh, mine was a knee. That was, yours was, was a knee. knee. Yeah, okay. it was a knee. Right. Well, Terry, you shouldn't have kicked him. You know, I mean, we've been talking to you about that. Well, oh, that was long before Terry. Oh, it's a good thing too. Terry. Long before Terry. Okay. Uh, knee injuries aren't fun, though. No, they? no they're not. No, no. This, this, this was totally. This wasn't football. It was, uh, you know. Uh, fell off a motorcycle trying Ooh. to get on. Oh, my goodness. Trying to get on the motorcycle. And I, I slipped, you know, and, yeah. That ride didn't last long, did no, it? No, no. <laughs> it never really commenced. <laughs> were you wearing your helmet? I was. All right. yeah, I had That's a helmet a on. Thing. Yeah, yeah but he didn't fall on his head. He fell no. on his knees. No. See, that they was don't a make knee helmets, do they? No, no they don't. <laughs> your knee pads. That's, that's what you needed. Were you trying to get through this? We'll get that, there. Oh, okay. Give us a call at 209-544-9571 for uh, your opportunity to be a disaster volunteer. And uh, I'm glad you qualified that. <laughs> your opportunity to be a disaster. <laughs> yeah, you're part Here. of this show. Yeah. That just might be what you'll uh, be, but I'll tell okay. you what. I tell you, it's just like old times here today, and it's more like a family reunion, and we're so glad to see Marty and Terry here, and uh, we were joking just before we went on air that uh, our speakers are never going to be the same here with the booming voices of Marty Lancer and John Brooks and Mike Douglas. Mine is phony. His is natural. Yours is not phony. That's (laughs) not true. This is just going to be a great time. Marty and Terry, it's always good to see you and have you back, and uh, just thank you for sharing a part of your day. Marty, I know your morning began quite early, and uh, our listeners may recognize that voice. Marty does flying blind traffic for Clear Channel all around the Central Valley here, and uh, we're just pleased to have you and glad that you drove safely over here because we didn't want you to be part of any yeah. traffic hazards out there. I don't Marty. want to have to talk about myself. No, you know? no, that's, that's, that's a good thing. And, and we're glad you didn't come on that motorcycle either. That's <laughs> Oh, that's a real good thing. Not, not another knee injury, you know. <laughs> you know, the problem here for me is I'm having coffee. I never have coffee during the show, and this is a very dangerous thing here with the caffeine. Very da- yeah, we don't want to baptize any of the equipment no, here. No, no not, no, not a good coffee. thing. And we do, don't usually do morning shows except for when Marty and Terry are, are here joining us. And, and now John Brooks from VIPS, yes. Visually Impaired Persons Support Group. Thank you. For joining us today, you're very welcome. We really appreciate the opportunity to share about our program uh, with this podcast. Well, and you are going to share with us how you got involved, how you and Marty met each other, and what drew you to VIPS. Well, I uh, worked for an agency called Valley Mountain Regional Center for nearly 27 years, serving children and adults with developmental disabilities. The last 12 years, I specialized in working with young children with autism. Mm -hmm. But I had a congenital vision problem. Uh, It's called Best Disease. It's a very rare condition that I inherited from my mother. And two of my three children have it. 
best disease is most closely um, compared to macular degeneration. I have scarring on uh, my uh, retinas in the macula that for me um, causes the biggest problem in reading and doing detail work. So I was doing social work all of these years, and over the years, the uh, paperwork demand increased exponentially, and the time spent with the people, you know, decreased, um, and it just put a tremendous amount of pressure on me. So in um, January of 2008, I had to do a disability retirement because I just couldn't uh, handle the stress and I wasn't uh, able to perform the job. Um, I uh, also had a pituitary brain tumor that was discovered and some other health problems. So 2008 was quite a challenging mm. year for me. Oh, I, I had the pituitary tumor removed successfully in June of 2008. And uh, since this is a Christian program and broadcast, I had a theme verse um, that I just held on to for about three months before my uh, brain surgery, and that was uh, Philippians 4, 5, and 6. Oh, mm, yes. yes. And yeah. it says, uh, <laughs> uh, it says, don't worry about anything. Mm -hmm. Instead, mm -hmm. pray about everything. Tell God your needs and don't forget to thank him mm -hmm. for his answers. Mm -hmm. If you do this, you will experience God's peace, which is far more wonderful than the human mind can comprehend. His peace will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And I have to say, and it's not be macho or anything, but when I was wheeled into the surgery room, I had the peace of God mm. and uh, am very grateful for that. He's true to his promises, isn't he? Absolutely, yes. absolutely. Well, anyway, then I became a client of Department of Rehabilitation. I wasn't sure what my future was going to hold, and um, uh, they provided me with some wonderful adaptive equipment that I use with my computer, uh, screen readers, uh, magnification um, uh, programs so that I can use a scanner. Uh, and also some other magnifying devices. But then they also referred me to vision-impaired person support, which was my first introduction right. to that program. You know, I think uh, one of the neat things happening here is, is there's a blending of technology, which is certainly helpful, but there's also that, that spirit of hope that God gives us that also uh, rode you into that, uh, into that operating room and, and took care of you during that time. And marrying those two dynamic things up, the gift of technology that, that God has given us with, with the spirit, that can-do spirit that he gives us, just uh, some amazing things happening. And I, one of the nice things about being here in downtown Modesto, we're, we're near the corner of uh, 15th and, and F., uh, is we walk, you know, I walk to the post office, although they're when closing it. They're closing it. Oh, no kidding. Really? They're wow. closing What's the downtown, you know, well, that's another program, but you know, <laughs> general services administration, wake up, you know, what's with it anyway. Uh, so you get to walk to places and often walk by, uh, the, no more the, coffee for yeah, him. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Cut him off. <laughs> walk and walk, walk by your center, which is was just you know kind of around the block here, mm -hmm. and and I see people training 
You know, I see people uh, being trained uh, how, how to use their canes and how to listen and, and how to walk the street. And it's just a magnificent, magnificent thing happening here. And, and such good work happens. And, Marty, I know that you've been, uh, you've been involved. In, yes. And this is just a treasure that we have here in the Central Valley, isn't it? Oh, it really is. Because before, uh, before VIPS, there was really, you know, if you were a blind, either a, a blind person or a person going blind here in Modesto, there was nowhere to get any of this it, it, locally. You had to go, uh, you know, say to the uh, OCB, the uh, which is over in the Berkeley area. OCB, Marty, what is OCB? Orientation Center for the Blind. Okay. Um, which is it's a state-run program. It's a good program, but people had to leave here to do it um, and live over there mm. um, for maybe six to nine months sometimes. Um, and it was worthwhile because you got a lot of... Uh, uh, you know, train that you needed, but now we can take care of a lot of that here um, without having to, you know, move over to Berkeley um, and be away from your family and, and, and things of this nature. So, um, you know, we're very fortunate to have an organization like VIPS here. John, uh, you, here you're facing a, a disability uh, a release from your, your main gig. And uh, possible uh, discouragement with that, and, and yet God, you know, when one door closes, he opens up a, mm -hmm. a, another. And uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, how you were drawn into to VIPS and, and your role with them today. Sure. Again, I was referred to VIPS by the Department of Rehabilitation uh, to receive training. VIPS is located at 618 14th Street in Modesto, California. If you're familiar with Modesto, there's A&W uh, Drive-In yes. uh, Restaurant on the court, uh, corner of 14th and G. And we're just two uh, doors south of there. And uh, it's an old bungalow home that's been converted into an office. And we have uh, a computer lab uh, where individuals who are blind or visually impaired are, are taught to use the computer. Uh, we have a full kitchen with um, uh, stove and oven and uh, a washer and dryer where people are uh, taught to um, do independent living skills so they can maintain their independence in the community if they're blind or visually impaired. That is such a wonderful, wonderful thing, that independence. Yes, absolutely. Yes, yes. And then we also teach grade one and, and grade two Braille at our center. So those are the, the three main programs that we have. Um, I was referred for training, and it took about six months uh, working in the computer lab with my colleague, Mauricio Molina. He's the director of our assistive technology instruction. Wonderful, wonderful individual and very knowledgeable about uh, all of these state-of-the-art technologies that are available for people who are blind and visually impaired. So I went through training for about six months, and then uh, after that happened, Mauricio made a recommendation to our board of directors that I come on board to help with some of the um, administrative duties, public relations, fundraising, uh, uh, and that type of thing. Did so this I, take you by surprise? Well, it did, and it was a wonderful yeah. thing because here again I was um, – you know, uh, on disability and wasn't sure about my future, mm. and it was a wonderful opportunity for me. I started at VIPS 
on uh, January 4th of 2010. Mm-hmm. Now, the, I remember the opening of, uh, of the house. It's, it looks like a residential house. It's, it's a nice, nice setup. How many years ago now? It's been a couple of years we since were there we've been opening, right? Yes, yeah, we were there. Yeah. Yeah, you know, uh, Marty, you, you might have Marty? a little more. How many um, years ago? Well, it's been at least six. Wow. And maybe right. a little more. Yeah. Um, oh, my goodness. But at least six years um, since it. And, and actually, the way... It got started with, with again. It was uh, someone who uh, is now a board member. His son, uh, they found out, had uh, retinitis pigmentosa, uh, which and I cannot explain medically what uh, that's all about. But uh, as far as retaining your sight, it's not a good thing. Um, they found out he had it, and and, and this kid just went into kind of you know, he, I mean, he was a young you know when I say kid, well, he is to me, but he was. Probably in his twenties. That's he, a kid. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> very and, much a kid. And, and he just went into shutdown mode. He just he didn't know what to do, mm-hmm. um, and there was nowhere for him to get help here at that time. So his dad, um, you know, and, and got together with some other people, and they engineered, you know, the start of this uh, uh, agency, and, and and now it's where it is, you know, today. All right. Now the classes, John and Marty, the the computer lab and the Braille. Uh, courses are those uh, at a cost to the people that take them uh, currently all of our uh, participants the clients that receive services at VIPs are referred by Department of Rehabilitation mm-hmm. so the uh, State Department of Rehabilitation refers people to us and they pay for the training that the individual receives at right. VIPs okay. I think there is a hope uh, at least some point because um, there have been a few changes when I came through way back in 2007. Um, I was a, I, I was a, uh, I, I, I was a, I was a client, um, and at that time, VIPS had not yet partnered with uh, uh, State Rehab, so everybody got services for free, and uh, there was no money involved. Now, though, with 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 uh, State Rehab, they take care of everything, so you got to be a state client first. But once you're set up there, you're going to be part of VIPS. Marty, your your own story is just magnificent, and in a couple of minutes we'll we'll go into detail uh, about that. I, I remember the first time uh, you and I met. Your your lovely wife brought you into my office, and I was kind of a rookie pastor in the city, kind of fat, dumb, and happy, sitting in my office, and and we you know we had a little radio thing going called Lighthouse Live, which is. How many years have we been going there? It started years. in 1997. Yeah. Anyway. That's what I met you was the year of 1997. Was I remember that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and you came into my office, and and I had no help for you. I'm afraid uh, you were, you know, you, you were looking uh, at, at radio opportunities and uh, and such. But uh, you know, you walked into my office, and I said, "Man, you know, there's something something special. God's doing something special with this yeah. guy here." And it's just been, just been a, a great friendship since then. And, and so happy to have you as part of our arsenal here been in a Modesto. Wonderful relationship. Well, I'll try to keep shooting straight. That's all I can do. You know, being part of an arsenal, you got you got to got to shoot straight. That's that's the. Uh, that's what I, you know, try to do with God's help. You know, He'll keep me doing that, um, and and it's a, it's really a pleasure to be here. One of the neat things that we've been doing at uh, Vips now is we're going to put together a book um, yes. of uh, everyone who wants to participate, uh, where people will write their stories. And oh, wonderful. And for most people, you know, this is kind of a, uh, you know, well, it, it talks about they're going blind as an adult, so. 
uh, sometimes in years their stories aren't real long because uh, for some folks this is a pretty new phenomenon, this uh, dealing with blindness. And I told them, I said, hey, um, you understand with me, I've been blind all my life. My story is going to be kind of big. Do you want that much of a book? And, How many volumes? Yes. And, and, and they said, yeah, just just go ahead and write. Right. So I've really had the pleasure of, of you know, writing down my story. And, you know, one of the things that, that keeps coming back to me is just how blessed and fortunate I've been. Mm. Um, not only to grow up, uh, you know, I mean, and have the support system that I had. Um, you know, I didn't always make the right decisions. I was not always a Christian. But, uh, and to grow up in a country where these opportunities, you know, people don't understand in other countries, many other countries, the blind are looked down upon. Mm. Um and there's, you know, it's like biblical times. They're beggars. Hmm. And so when I hear people, you know, and, and, and rightly so sometimes we complain about, you know, uh, this and that and, 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 you know, the high unemployment, unemployment rate for the blind. And, and, gee, how come we don't have audible traffic signals out here at 14th and G? That really is an injustice, you know. Uh, when, and, and, you know, there ought to be audible traffic signals at 14th and G. But... I say, remember, remember about how other people in other countries have it. And look how far, if you want to see how it used to be, just read the Bible. Mm. Mm. You know, the accounts of the blind in the Bible, there wasn't much hope there. And unless Christ came along and healed you, which he did do in cases we read about. But um, there was just not a lot of hope. And the playing field was was not equal at all. Um, it still isn't, but it's a heck of a lot better than it was. Mm. John, uh, in, wow. in your experience, and of course, uh, your your eye challenges have come come later in life. Let's talk a little bit, uh, and we're going to go into a break in just a, a couple of minutes. But let's talk a little bit about the adjustments that you had to make emotionally uh, and, and mentally. Saying, you know what, there, there's a uh, there, there's a, a fork in the road coming for me here. There's there's something that I can't control. What was going on inside of you at that time? What what gave you hope? What what helped you ride uh, through those uh, those moments of saying, "I, I got to face a giant here." Sure, and you know that's a, a really a terrific question, and in some ways difficult to answer because uh, you know a, a person's self image is connected to their job, hmm. and my children are all adults now. But, uh, you know, when you're, when you're trying to have a successful career, you're trying to um, support your family, pay your mortgage, you know, there's a lot of pressures out there. And so when you feel that you can't uh, continue to do that, it's, um, it's, a, uh, it's very threatening. It uh, causes stress and anxiety. Um, uh, and so, you know, those were some issues that I dealt with on a very real and personal deep level. Um, you know, if it hadn't been for some other health issues going on in conjunction with my vision loss, I probably would still be at VMRC, but that wouldn't have been the most healthy thing for mm -hmm. me. Because in some ways, even though I saw my job as a real uh, ministry to be able to minister to the least of these in our society, um, in other ways, the job was really kind of killing me because of the stress that it was, you know, putting on me. So, um, you know, uh, in uh, Proverbs uh, 3, 
5 and 6 or 6 and 7, it says, uh, trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. I had to put myself in the Lord's hands and just say, I don't know what's going to happen with my future, but I love you and I'm uh, trying to serve you each day. And um, uh, through some difficult you know, times, uh, the Lord was faithful, brought me through that. And I feel like as a result of getting the training I received at VIPS, that my life has just kind of reopened up to me and, you know, given back to me. Mm. And I'm able to, to uh, function again. I'm able to perform on a job. And um, I, I feel very blessed because of that. Indeed. Marty, on a picture board over here, we have uh, Dan the man. And I would be remiss if we didn't bring Dan into this. And, of course, you introduced AVC to Dan. And, and you talk about someone with a beautiful attitude about his blindness. Uh, now, Dan just exemplifies that, doesn't he? Oh, he does. Yes. And, and what's amazing is I've been given this uh, – he uh, became blind very suddenly uh, due to a gunshot wound in April of 1984. By December of 1985, that's 20 months, he was trained not only, you know, uh, trained for independent living, he was trained for a job and ready to go. That's 20 months. Uh, and that is pretty good. That's, that, that is a real fast track there uh, to get all that training done. So you're, you're talking about... Um, not a, you know, a couple days here. You're talking, you know, it's going to take some time investment. It's going to take some time. And for a little while, you're going to be in limbo uh, or you're going to feel like you're in limbo because, you know, things just aren't the way they used to be. Um, and as John said, you know, you just have to, it's easier said than done, of course. But, uh, you know, give it give it to the Lord and, and, and rely on him each and every day uh, to help you through this you know, what I would call a limbo time, even though he knows what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. We, when we don't know what we're going to do, that creates some unrest and tension. You know, that gets back to uh, identity issues. And, and uh, you know, we, we can very flippantly, I think, in the Christian community say, yeah, my identity is in Christ. But it's when the rubber meets the road. It's when those very big challenges come up where you are totally out of control. And as you just said, Marty, you can't see what's around the next bend. Uh, that that total surrender comes and that peace that passes all human understanding that uh, you talked about a couple yep. of minutes ago, John, that really kicks in. And, and during those times, that surrender and that true meaning of what it means to have your identity in Christ, not in your job, not in what you are, not in your sight, not in your kids, not in your family, you know, but truly your identity being in Christ really becomes uh, a, a reality and uh, it, it, I think, brings us into a, a, a new relationship, a, a deeper relationship with him. Well, we'll, sure we'll return uh, with special guests, John Brooks and, and Marty Lancer from VIPS Visually Impaired Person Support, right after Bebo Norman sings for us, I Will Lift My Eyes on Lighthouse Life.
God be near, calm my fear, and take my doubt, your kindness is Bebo Norman, and I will lift my eyes on Lighthouse Live with Pastor Mike, Elaine, John Brooks, and Marty Lancer of VIPS, Visually Impaired Person Support. Thank you for being here with us today, no matter where you're listening around the world. You know, I imagine folks right now are saying, wow, wish we had something like this where we are. Uh, John and, and Marty, how can people find more 
about VIPS and, and maybe get in contact with you folks? Well, there is a website uh, for VIPS. Uh, John, what, what is the... Uh... It's uh, www.vhips.com. Uh, Vision-impaired person support was originally incorporated as the Central Valley Center for the Vision and Hearing Impaired. But early on, about seven years ago, the board of directors uh, felt that it was important to focus mm -hmm. on, you know, one area. Right. And so uh, they chose to focus on the blind and visually impaired. Um, you know, there's a possibility that we might uh, serve the hearing impaired at some time in the future. But that's why our website is vhips.com. You know, when Elaine was uh, making the reference to Dan the Man here just a couple of minutes ago, and, and it was a wonderful story. We, we have a, a small group of men. We call them the Furniture Friends. Yes. And uh, many of our volunteers donate furniture and appliances for uh, people who cannot afford them, who are in desperate need. Some of them are families that are coming out of homelessness and, and can't afford uh, furniture. In other cases, it's, it's kind of an, a major need where uh, perhaps it's a single mom or single dad and there's an issue, for example, of diabetes or something where they have to have some refrigerated medications. They don't have a refrigerator or uh, other times, uh, you know, it might be uh, just a... Uh, uh, a senior that's uh, alone and family's not tracking with them, supporting them, and, and, you know, they're practically eating off the floor or sleeping off the floor, can't afford furniture. So volunteers donate furniture, uh, but the problem is many of them don't have pickup trucks or the means to deliver the furniture, and the people in need don't either. So we have furniture friends, volunteers, that go out with their own pickup trucks, and they uh, pick up the furniture and, and, and take it and deliver it to the people in need. Now, what's amazing is that it started out with Leonard and Ken, and Leonard and Ken are in their 70s, mm -hmm. in their 70s, uh, out there schlepping furniture, and, and Dave recently joined them. Dave's not in his 70s. No, He's, not uh, quite. Not no. quite. But uh, the amazing thing was to hear these guys in their 70s out there schlepping furniture around, and Dan the man, uh, who is blind, joined the team. And you would never know it if you're watching him, except for the fact that he's wearing shades. You you wouldn't know that he's blind because he, he's there picking up the furniture and helping move the refrigerators, and he knows Modesto like the back of his hand. He you know, he gives them directions while they're they're driving. And so you have uh, two dudes in their seventies and a blind dude <laughs> delivering the furniture. You know, and how how cool is that? It is. Isn't that, that, that that's they such get a along thing. so great, and they play. They have a good time. They actually enjoy one another, and and the people that they deliver to see this and 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 they enjoy it and it's just a blessing it's just a win-win i don't care how you look at it they just love it well you know a blind guy can move furniture all you all you want to do is you don't want to be the leader you want <laughs> you want you you want to be sure that, that that the other guy's leading and then you just follow that is so true and you know what they move in 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 unison together they just it's just beautiful to watch them do this together it's and uh, you great. know they they uh they, they have a little streak in them these guys you they know do. they they Tell uh, them about all it. well the you know the, the three or four of them 
uh, one day decided it would be kind of fun if they all wore dark glasses. Uh-huh. And so they got out there with the furniture, and they pretended they were all blind, uh-huh. you know, kind of <laughs> holding on to each other. And, and people are looking at them going, you know, so yeah, well, yeah. what's up with that? Uh-huh. Marty, let's talk a little bit about uh, about your story. Now, yeah. and in John's case, mm-hmm. uh, the uh, the visual problems came later in life. But uh, for you, it, it uh, was pretty much from the beginning. Take us, uh, rehearse that for us a little bit. Well, I was born uh, prematurely. I weighed three pounds when I was born. People can't believe it now, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, But I was. I, I weighed three pounds when I was born. I was put in an incubator, and in the incubator I got too much oxygen, and it created scar tissue on the retinas of my eyes. So as, I, as it was explained to me, from the time I was born until the time I was about two months, I was losing my vision. Mm. Um, and then... Uh, you know, when the incubator treatment ceased, then that, you know, I was almost totally blind. I had a little bit of light and dark perception and shadows and stuff like that. But I wouldn't really call it functional vision, um, you know, and that I, I really, it didn't help me get around very much. Uh, and even though uh, I learned, you know, I didn't learn how to use a cane for quite a while, mainly because in the Seattle school system, as it was in most schools, the older kids got the cane travel first, uh, the lessons, because they would need it uh, as they went away to college and, you know, got out on their own. So until you were an older kid, you had to wait your turn. So I actually learned to get around without a cane, but I would say that there were a few more bumps and bruises and falls and, you know, different things like that that, that happened. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I basically I've been this way, you know, all my life. And one of the things that I really try to stress um, it vips because uh, I go, I'm part of the support group. And the reason that I am is because, and, and some people might say, well, Marty, what are you doing there? You know, you're, you're not grieving for the loss of eyesight. You know, you, you don't have that problem. And, and, and I say that that's true. I can't say anymore that I'm really grieving for the loss of my eyesight. Um, you know, that was a long time ago. Um, but I, I do get upset with people's attitudes sometimes. Um, I get upset with because technology is 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 uh, progressing much faster in the sighted world than it is in the blind world. But at the same time, as I mentioned earlier, you have to have perspective on how good we really have it here compared to other places. And I'll tell people, I say, you know, what I can teach you, or at least what I want to help you with, is if you finally come to the point in your life that you've decided, you know, I am going blind. I have to deal with this, and I have to learn how to live the new way, I can help you with that. Um, if you're still in denial, I can't help you very much. Hmm. But if you if you are, are saying to yourself, yeah, I, you know, I want to learn, then I can help you because I've been blind all my life. The other thing is, I, tr- I try to tell people is, you know, if you have in one eye 20 over 200 vision, which is not great, and you have no vision in the other eye, you know what? You're king in the blind world because you still have some vision. Hmm. You know, you can, you can see... Uh, where the locker room is at McHenry Bowl, you know. Uh, I have to tap around and kind of find it by hook or by crook, you know. Uh, so you're still king in our world. You have some vision, uh, whereas totally blind people, of course, do not. So Let, Let's talk about McHenry Bowl there. Yeah. Uh, you, you have a, a great group there, and, and uh, the blind folks that, that bowl. Are you still bowling? Maybe? I am. Yeah. 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 I, right. a matter of fact, had a great day Saturday, uh, and I have to be honest, if I'm going to say I had a great day Saturday, i got to tell you that uh, the previous few Saturdays before that weren't so great. But I had a, I, I bowled a 139, a 110, and a 144 All right. on wow. Saturday. Kind of like a golf game, huh? Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, it is, yeah. <laughs> and and uh, 
you know, that, that those courses or those lanes can really get to you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, fortunately, we don't throw bowling balls, though. We, no, we don't do that. No. But uh, anyway, uh, but I um, we have a group of blind bowlers bowl every Saturday afternoon from about 1130 to 130 and, uh, at McHenry Bowl. So and you can use volunteers yes, for that, yes. right? We always, yeah, we, we, we need spotters. <laughs> we, we need spotters. And it uh, helps to be sighted to do the it, spotting. Yeah, that is one thing that is a good thing to have is, is a sighted spotters. <laughs> All right. Yeah. And, and, you know, that's really cool. But, you know, I, I, I tried that once, and Marty threw me down the lane. And, well, you know, imagine it was kind of that. A weird, yeah, but I, I got a strike with you, Mike. Yeah, well, you know, there you now, go. That wasn't when you needed the ambulance. <laughs> no, no. Okay. <laughs> it's, I'll tell you what, though. You, you, Mike is not good at picking up those 710 splits. I tried it. <laughs> you know, as the operations director of VIPS, I just want to uh, let folks know how much we appreciate the support of McHenry Bowl. Mm. Not only do they provide uh, a place for our blind bowlers on Saturday morning, but um, they're also a wonderful supporter of VIPS at uh, our major fundraisers each year. Good. About those fundraisers, John, is one coming up? When do you have those? And let's talk about how people can support. Sure. Uh, We have two major fundraisers each year. The next one is our seventh annual gala which is on may 7th that's a saturday evening and that's the night before mother's day coming up yes it's coming up soon the uh, theme is a tribute to mothers so we're going to have this gala out at howard training center which is at 1424 stoneham road in modesto and um there's a dinner uh, a silent auction for some wonderful items, a live auction, and this event uh, supports the VIPS program. We also have a, a 5K, 10K run that's going to be in August on August 13th, and it starts at 8 a.m. And uh, in the past, we've just had the 5K run walk, and many of our uh, clients and participants in VIPs um, will attend that, and they'll have a sighted guide to help them. Mm-hmm. Um, this year, we were wanting to attract a larger crowd, if, if uh, possible, and so we added a 10K to uh, attract uh, you know more elite runners, and so there'll be the 5K run walk uh, for anybody who would like to participate in that, but then there's also the 10K option, and uh, that's held at the Galaxy Theater in Riverbank. Mm-hmm. Uh, the event is sponsored by the City of Riverbank, and the Shadow Chase Run Club uh, partners with VIPS uh, to put on this event. And uh, in in August, not likely it'll be raining. That's uh, correct. Here, here in the Modesto, <laughs> we just we just had the uh, Modesto Marathon. And those poor folks were out there in, in horrible weather. I mean, it was raining and, and windy and, and all of that. Uh, but uh, I'm sure in August we're going to have a ni- ni- nice yeah. weather uh, for that. Again, the website, friends, uh, to find more out about uh, VIPS is www.vhips.com. V-H-I-P-S.com. Now, how old or young can you be to join VIPS? Is there any age limit, John, Marty? Uh, do we welcome everybody to join VIPS? 
I would, uh, well, I'll, I, John, you're the director. You take this one. <laughs> well, primarily we're serving adults. Um, the school system, through their special education programs, has a responsibility to provide services to children who are blind or visually impaired. And through their uh, individualized education program, they should be addressing those issues. So we serve adults uh, 18 and over. Um, and one of the programs, Marty made a reference to it, was our support group, which mm -hmm. is a very mm -hmm. important uh, uh, function of vision-impaired person support. Anybody can attend that who's um, blind or visually impaired or is a friend or family, a significant other support person. And we meet every other Monday from 1030 to 12 noon. Uh, we outgrew our facility, so Janet's Flowers and Wedding Chapel yeah. has been very gracious Great. to provide the Wedding Chapel for the support group. The next one is on April 4th. And so if you're out there and, and you have a concern, if you have a vision impairment yourself or know someone, this is a wonderful, wonderful group of people. Uh, there's about 25 to 30 people who attend on a regular basis, awesome. and uh, all are welcome. Wonderful. And that is, uh, by the way, right across the street from the A&W. That's uh, correct. You know, they're at uh, 14th and, and G is in George Streets. Uh, you know, one of, one of the things that, that strikes me, and it was – that's the bowling pun there. Well, strikes, there you but go. Anyway, You've got to uh, stop sorry. that. <laughs> yeah, too much coffee. Spare us, Mike. Oh, my goodness. Oh, oh time for me to split. Right? Oh, oh, okay, right. sorry. All right. Pick it up. You know, it's dangerous getting Marty and me together in the morning. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, my goodness. One of the things that struck me early on uh, about you, Marty, is is there is a spirit about you that is indomitable. Mm. I mean, you know, you, if, if you are down, if, if you think you have troubles, if if you're kind of grumpy, if, if, if you're kind of down on the doldrums, you spend five seconds with Marty, oh, and, yes. and he'll change you. And just, just being around him changes you. And, and I think uh, Terry's Marty... Terry's smiling. She that, agrees. He's that contagious, has a, isn't that he, Terry? Yes. has a lot to do with what God is doing inside of you, but also with the support that you have. And, and you've got a little angel here yes, with you. She uh, is. I do, absolutely. Let's yes. talk about that importance of, of family uh, family support and, and how that plays into your spirit. Well, I'll tell you, um, and, and as I mentioned, writing my story has really made me see just, you know, how blessed I am. I, mm -hmm. I uh, thank God every day for, for my family, for Terry, uh, because, um, you know, would I still be around without Terry? Probably. Um, you know, would I still be doing, you know, participating in life? Well, probably. Um, but the quality of my life is so much better. Mm. Um, mm. And, you know, we see it, um, for instance, I mean, let me paint you a picture, you know. Um, we've talked about, you know, my situation. And, and am I happy all the time? No. Um, can I get cynical? Absolutely. Um, but I try not to stay there, you know, very long. Mm. But, you know, contrast that with somebody who is – you know, totally blind, let's say. We'll, we'll, we'll paint you a little picture. Maybe 40 years old uh, because of one factor or another, never has really been able to work um, or find the niche that they need to find. Um, you know, I, I, and, and, and we don't like to talk about this in the Christian community very much, but, you know, they're not good marriage material. Mm -hmm. um, at least that's how they're thought of because, 
well, you know, they, they, they don't hold down a job. Um, and so there's not much security there. So why would you, you know, um, so they're alone. Uh, they may or may not have family support. Um, they don't have a lot of money, although they're not independently wealthy. They don't have a lot of money to do stuff. So what's their life look like? Uh, there's not a lot of reason to look forward to you know, getting up every day unless you can find some support. Um, and that's what it's all about. I give you an example. Uh, last Monday, a new guy came to the support group, and I heard he liked to bowl, and I said, hey, come come join us Saturday. You know, my, my bowling partner got a job on Saturday, so he had to quit. Um, so I'm bowling by myself, which is not as much fun, you know. And I said, come on down. Come on down and join us. And And so he was pretty excited about that, and I thought, you know, that's really cool because he left that support group with, hey, I got something to do Saturday now. Great. And I don't have to think about getting up and not doing anything. What an encouragement you are. John, how about you? How about well, your family? And I just wanted to uh, put in a word of thanks to Marty. He's uh, kind of an unsung hero mm. at VIPS. Uh, he's an active participant in our support group and has so much to offer to, to the others who attend. But he also comes to our office on Tuesday morning, uh, the, the week before the support group and calls all of our members to remind them about mm. the support group. Wow. And the thing about Marty is that he doesn't just call and say, oh, well, uh, hi, and we have a support group this coming Monday. He talks to them and, uh, you know, just shares how are things going. He encourages the yes. folks and, uh, he's just a wonderful person to have, uh, as part of our center. Talking about encouragement, John, I'm sure that uh, this global audience that we have, there's somebody out there, uh, either personally or perhaps a family member, a loved one, uh, who is facing a, a major challenge in terms of, of their sight. Uh, what would you say to them right now to encourage them from your heart, having been through and going through what, what you're going through, what, what words of encouragement would you provide today? Well, uh, the most important thing is that uh, we need to seek God, who is the giver of life. Yes. Uh, Jesus Christ is uh, living water and um, uh, is our sustenance, you know. So, so we really need to be seeking the Lord. If a person has a vision impairment, if you're losing your sight, a lot of times uh, people who are elderly are experiencing um, uh, macular degeneration yes. or uh, uh, retinitis or uh, from di diabetic retinopathy from diabetes. And it's a very serious issue, and so I would encourage a person to get help. Um, you know, people can call VIPS. Uh, if you go to our website, vhips.com, there's uh, a list of links where there's all kinds of um, agencies out there that serve the blind and visually impaired. If you're not in the Central Valley area, um, do a search online for uh, blind centers mm -hmm. or the Department of Rehabilitation mm -hmm. uh, to get resources. But it's really important that we get help. You know, it's not weakness 
to go and, and get help. When we get help, when we have a need, that's really a sign of strength exactly. and a sign of moving in the right direction. Indeed it is. Marty, it does not surprise us that you are such an encourager and that you volunteer and give so much of yourself. You and Terry have been wonderful volunteers and supporters here at Advancing Vibrant Communities. Take a moment, Marty, if you would, and just encourage those who would volunteer and give to VIPs and, and just give of themselves to uh, of their time uh, and talents. Well, you know, uh, you're blessed for it. Uh, and I don't mean, you know, necessarily in a monetary way, but, uh, you know, we all have to find our niche. And, and, and that's important, you know. Um, if, if someone said to me, hey, Marty, we got yard cleanup this weekend. How would you like to do that? Well, you know, that's not really my niche. Um, so maybe the blessing wouldn't be quite as big. But uh, if you've been thinking about, you know, uh, a volunteering, uh, either your time, uh, perhaps a, a gift, a donation, yes. um, You'll be blessed for it. You'll be in one of the, I mean, for me, what the blessing of, of being a volunteer at VIPS is that just the interaction with the people, I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it, it, it really is great because believe it or not, there are times in, in my life that, uh, you know, as growing up as a blind person, I sometimes didn't feel like I fit into the blind community totally because, uh, a lot of those folks, uh, for whatever reason, do not work. You know, their lives are a little more, uh, isolated. And so, you know, I, I couldn't fit in, and there are times that I don't feel I fit into the side community sometimes because, you know, and Mike can relate to this, and maybe John, too, get a bunch of guys together. Well, what do we talk about? Well, we talk about our work, of course, but we also talk about, you know, home improvement, home maintenance, uh, mm-hmm. financial things, those are things that I've never really been able to get a grasp on very well. Very well. Um, so there are times that... Sports. That, You're very into oh, sports I, oh, and I, movies. Yeah, I, 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 I do sports uh-huh, real well and, 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 and movies, but there are times... And, and what's been so neat for me about the VIPS community is that, um, you know, I feel I have something to offer um, and with people that have had, you know, normal lives and are trying to get back there. Um, and so it's been a real neat to, you know, I just have to share that, that, that there are times that I don't feel I fit in all the time. And you, you mentioned spores. Not only is, is Marty the voice of flying blind traffic here yeah. in, in uh, the uh, Central Valley, but you also call football games, right? I do. I do the Modesto Christian uh, Crusaders uh, high school football. I do the public address, and I do the Modesto Bronco youth football and Modesto Raiders spring football. Yes. Oh, my goodness. A man of many talents, and you use your times, talents, and treasures for the kingdom of God. And John Brooks, so do you. God bless you both. Marty Lancer, John Brooks of VIPS, Visually Impaired Persons Support. Thank you for sharing your time here with us today. And we want you to uh, definitely consider coming back and sharing with us again here on Lighthouse Live. Thank you for joining us today and thank you friends wherever you may happen to be listening this morning and uh, join us again next time at our usual time here on lighthouse live god bless you and uh, thank you for sharing your time with us